Hello everyone, a very happy new year to you all. And today, we kickstart the second season of CSM Secrets with none other than Christy Falteroso. Christy is the Vice President of Client Success and she's also the founder of Keeping CS Simple. And she's been continuously recognized as the influential leader and influencer in the customer success space. And I'm very excited to have Christy today in our show. And let's hear from her. Hey, Christy, welcome to CSM Secrets. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about our conversation today. And did you know that you're kickstarting our season two as a special guest? And that's another honor for us. Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, let's let's start and let's find out from you more today. So, Christy, you have decades of experience in customer success, handling customers of all sizes. Tell us about the major shifts that you've seen in CS in the last decade and what should be the takeaway for us for the future? So there have been so many, I think, huge shifts for us as, a, as practitioners. I'd say the biggest one, though, over the past decade has probably been the shift from internal activities to external value, right? When I started off in customer success, it was really all about, you know, executing the tasks and activities that were prescribed for our customer journey. And that was the focus, right? Those were the KPIs we were measured against. And, you know, I think while not all CS leaders are practitioners have nailed this, um, the successful ones have realized it's less about the thing that you're doing and more about the value your customers will realize from that thing. And so, you know, for example, I moved away from having QBRs with my customers, right? A quarterly business review. And it wasn't because I didn't find that conversation helpful and engaging and valuable for my customers, but the Q in QBR stands for quarterly. And perhaps my customers don't want to meet with me on a quarterly basis to have that conversation. So why should that be my focus? So, you know, I think just this big shift to your customers and being agile and working with and for them the right way to drive their outcomes has transcended across our practice. And I think we're seeing that in the day-to-day -day and what the teams are doing. Awesome. So the key customer success metric is net to dollar retention, as you will agree with us, right? But most organizations are still looking at customer success for just retention. What is your advice to the C-suite on this? Should expansions and upsells be with the CS or sales? What do you think? So I think that's the great debate. And I always say it depends. Um, I think it's less about who owns it and more about the organization's ability to achieve it. So in some companies where the product is very technical or highly configurable or customizable, the skills that are needed to be an effective customer success manager are going to vary significantly. So an example where you know that, that product is highly configurable, very technical, I might have an account team approach where I have an account manager or even the account executive manage the commercial activities. Um, and so you might be accountable for those numbers, but the, your counterpart is responsible for executing that motion. And I'll tell you, I've run very effective customer success teams across various models, some where we didn't own revenue at all, some where we owned renewals, but not growth, some where we owned renewals and some growth, but things like not like cross-sell where you might be like selling into a new business unit. So I do think it really depends. I think the focus should be less on who owns it and more about your company's ability to orchestrate your teams effectively to drive that. Well, 
Great. So some that's that's a fantastic way of uh, looking at it, uh, Christy. And and on to my next one, right? Some organizations do create a lot of customer success roles way too early, a lot of cross-functional uh, intersections like CSM, CSOps, risk manager, renewal specialist, etc. Do you think, and on top of add to it, on top of this, some overlap with sales and accounts as well. So do you think such diversification is necessary? Or you would rather small companies start small and then expand as they grow? So I think it depends. I feel like I always say it depends, but I think specialty roles are needed, but maybe not right out the gate. I think if you're an early stage organization, you're learning a lot, right? So you're trying to figure out what is the best way to support your customers and what are the things that they're going to need both from a skill and a resource perspective in order to make them successful. So I'd say, you know, early organizations who are really trying to create too many roles, I think you're kind of missing the mark there. Spend your time early learning and listening to your customers and then understand what are the roles that you'll need to create in order to deliver the value that they expect to see. Um, I'll tell you personally, part of what I love about small companies and early stage companies is my ability to wear many hats. Right. I love learning how to do different things and leaning in in different ways. And so, you know, I think it helps me be a more diverse leader and a stronger leader as we continue to grow and move up market. So I'm with you. I think that we need to start smaller, um, be more thoughtful, and then grow into the roles that you need. All right. So, your top three strategies for growing a successful CSM practice, then, like, you know, what should they own and try? And how should they collaborate with other functions? If you could summarize, the top three strategies that any CSM, no matter the size, should pick and drive, what would you recommend? All right. My first one's going to be, you have to have a strong understanding of who your customers are and how they get value from your solution, right? Everything you do, everything that you design should be built around that information because you always have to Think about it and design an outside-in approach on an inside-out approach to make sure your customers are getting value from the partnership. The second thing I'll say is you've got to have clarity around how around your customer's ability to achieve their goals from the partnership. I can't tell you how many times I speak to CSMs and they just don't know what their customers are trying to achieve or how they're going to be measured. So not knowing your customer's business objectives or goals is a big miss. Prioritize that. Understand how to map it back to the product, um, how to track the KPIs, and understand how you're going to help them achieve those. The third thing is to focus on making things easier for your customers. Um, I'm big on, on process optimization, revisiting things early and often, and minimalizing points of friction for your customers. Make it easy for them to partner with you, to use your product, and to drive success. So those are the three things that I try to always focus on. Um, and now in terms of collaboration, listen, customer success sits at the heart of the, of the company, right? They're going to be the internal orchestrator for every cross-functional team pulling them together to drive success for their customers. So I'm really big on that. I think the best thing you can do though to help facilitate that cross-functional engagement and partnership is to define processes and have your teams understand you know, who's responsible and accountable for what. Um, I think that helps expedite things and it makes a better experience for your internal teams. Mm. Okay. So your overall prediction for trends and customer success practice in the next one to three years, like if the listeners have to latch on to something uh, as a trend, what would it be? It could be just one trend also. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be our ability to use and rely more heavily on information from AI and ML to help us drive the right engagements with our customers at the right time. I think a lot of the insights that we're collecting from there are helping us directionally, but I think there's going to be a more operationalized focus around how do you take the data coming from AI, ML, and apply it in your day-to-day practice to help orchestrate the customer journey. Awesome. And one last question, uh, Christy, like, you know, in, in your all uh, these years of experience and customer success, what was the highest point of your uh, career, right? If when you look back, like, you know, that's something that you look at with pride and as a major accomplishment, what would that be? Oh, wow. Um, I feel like I've had a lot of, of highs in my career. Um, I would say a cool one for me was probably last year um, being nominated and recognized by the customer success community as a top 25 influencer for the first time. Um, I thought that was just a, you know a huge accomplishment and uh, obviously made me feel very recognized and appreciated for all the work that I do in the community. So that was definitely probably a high for me last year. Congratulations on that, uh, Christy. Thank you. Yeah. And with that, we are now going to the rapid fire round. You shared your, you know, really insightful views on customer success itself. But now we have a rapid fire round, which is more towards finding out about Christy as a person, as a leader. So this is supposed to be a rapid fire, quick round. Ready? Yep. Let's go. Okay. You're off to the moon and you're likely never coming back. And you're assured of Wi-Fi in the moon. And you have to take three functions along with you. Whom do you think like, you know, are indispensable for the success of your career from the moon? What would those three functions that you would pick? Okay, I'm taking my CEO because I always want to be aligned to vision. I'm taking my head of product because I always want to be influencing our product for our customers. And I'm taking operations, uh, whether that be an ops manager or somebody in an ops role, to just help me get all the great work done that we need to. Okay. So a bunch of fresh graduates or college grads are coming to you and they're asking you for a role in your team. If you have to pick a couple of candidates based on the traits that they bring in, what would those traits that you look for? In fresh graduates, remember, right? They don't have any experience at all. So pure soft skills. Intellectual curiosity. Um, I love people who are always asking questions. I think that's how we help support our customers is by truly understanding what they need. Um, Strong communication, right? Everything we do is based on communication, how and where and when. And so being able to communicate effectively. And my third one is going to be business acumen. You don't need to be, you know, you don't need to know every single nuance, but you have to understand how your customers are managing their business, right? How do they, how do they function? How do, and how are you going to be able to lean in? So I think the third one there is going to be business acumen. Okay. If there is one favorite cartoon character that represents a good CSM, according to you, which one would you choose? So this was really fun. Um, I went with Dora the Explorer because I think she's curious, she's courageous, and she uses all of her tools. Great. You're most inspired by whom, why, and what? Or you you could answer that in any way you want. What inspires you or who inspires you? So for me, my inspiration comes from my parents, uh, blue collar workers, their whole life, 47 years of owning their own deli. They worked 365 days a year for 47 years, no sick days, no weekends, and more importantly, no excuses. And so they make me want to work hard and more importantly, make them proud. Wow, I just love what you said. No excuses, right? What a great, uh, you know, lineage that you have. And 
Okay. Now, what is the unique skill that you bring to the table that you think is has been impeccable for all the results that you have produced for CS and for the organizations that you've worked for? So I'm going to say authenticity. I like to think that I'm a very authentic person. Um, I think it transforms how I build relationships. I'm never trying to be someone else. I'm just always focused on trying to be a better version of myself each day. Okay. So according to you, who in the industry right now is disrupting the CSPs, a company or a leader? Who's helicopter landing and totally disrupting it? Is there someone that you see? Yeah, so mine's going to be Yamini Rangan, uh, over the CEO over at HubSpot. Her career trajectory has covered consulting, product and engineering, sales, and customer success. She's worn, worn so many hats in her career. It's given her a very unique ability to understand how to get all those roles to work efficiently, effectively, and for the customer. So I think that the work that she's doing at HubSpot is going to transform and transcend a lot of what we'll see in the future of customer success. Okay. How do you handle tough situations with customers? Your strategy in one sentence, right? You're in a really tough situation and you need to uh, diffuse the bomb, If I would say. What has been your go-to strategy? Listen first, seek clarity second, and solve third. Um, I never walk in trying to, to, to fix the situation. I always want to make sure that I, I really understand I'm listening and I can empathize with the situation. Then I want to provide some clarity around it to make sure that we're all saying the same things. And then I can come up with a hopefully a resolution that works for us all to move forward. Okay. What is the funniest moment you've had with the customer so far? Like, you know, really funny situation if there is any experience you can share because customer success is always about serious and fighting fire etc is what the rest of the world thinks but that's that may not be true right has there been a funny moment at all Yes. And so this was a really, this was a great question, by the way. So I will tell you a quick, a quick story. I was out to dinner with a customer a couple of years back and following dinner, they wanted to go out. Um, but I didn't have walking shoes. Let's just put it that way. I was in very high heels. And so my customer took off his shoes and started walking around in his socks to make me feel comfortable to do the same. And so fortunately we both had socks, but we walked on to our desk our next destination in our socks and put our shoes when we on when we got there. And so I just loved that to make me feel comfortable and to, for us to do what we wanted to do, he, he went that extra step. And so I loved that. And I thought it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So what does Christy, the brand, uh, stand for in terms of value? Like, you know, if you were not to be present in a room and you had a bunch of your avid fans or your sponsor or your peers be present in that room. What do you think they'll talk about Christy as a brand? So I think that folks would say I'm selfless. Um, I try to give back to the community all the time as much as possible. And, and I don't seek anything in return. I do it just to elevate all of us because I think as practitioners, the better and stronger we all get, the more value folks will see from us as a function. And so I'd like to think that people would think I'm selfless. Wow, great. And finally, uh, quote or a thought or a word that you want uh, to be remembered by or you know any handles about yourself that you would like our audience to know you by or follow you or reach out to you anything like if you want to talk about any of it yeah I, I mean I did go with a quote I love quotes and my favorite one is by Maya Angelou who said I've learned that people will never forget what you, will never will forget what you said but people will never forget what you did 
people will never forget how you made them feel. And I just loved that, right? I think it embodied what we do in customer success. It's all about relationship development and how you make people feel. And so again, it goes back to that previous question of like my selflessness in terms of how I give back to the community. I want people to feel inspired by the work that I do and I want them to feel connected to me and the impact that I'm helping them drive. So that's how I would leave that. And, and hopefully that, that stands true and how people do view me. And hopefully I am having that kind of impact on the community. Oh, absolutely. You are. You are. I, I follow you, Christy. I mean, make no bones, no doubts about it. And finally, right, one, one last question. I know, uh, I mean, I'm so eager to know what are your goals? What's cooking for FY2022 for you, right? I mean, I mean, are there any, I know, I know you cannot share your personal goals or organizational goals, but at a top level, if you could set some direction for the rest of us who are planning for 2022 uh, in customer success, what would your top suggestions be? So the interesting one is that I'm actually trying to spend more time investing in my in my employees. Um, the big thing for me is is developing them as you know individual practitioners in their function and building them into leaders and helping them be successful in supporting their customers. So I'm doing a ton around that. We're doing some career planning and matrix uh, configuration, but really it's all going to be about my employee enablement because I believe that that's where customer success starts. And so I'd like to say you know employee success equals customer success. So in 2022, it's all about our employees because we believe that that focus will transcend to our customers. Wow. Thank you. And I think I really ran out of questions and you know, such a <laughs> wonderful, insightful, I mean, quick paced answers and, um, uh, you know, lovely session and a great start to my uh, season two, Christy. Thank you so much for taking time amidst your, you know, year and activities and spending time with us Today, uh, we, are, we are honored to have you as, as our first guest for this season two. Once again, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. This was so fun and great questions. Found this podcast interesting? Never miss an insight or never miss our episodes. Subscribe to CSM Secrets at csmsecrets.com. Thank you and have a wonderful rest of the week.